Hello, Mockingbird Land. Uh, my name is Paul Walker, and I'm coming to you from Charlottesville, Virginia, where I serve as the rector of Christ Episcopal Church, which is the happy home of Mockingbird. Speaking of Mockingbird, yesterday was Harper Lee's birthday, and she wrote, once mockingbirds don't do one thing but make music for us to enjoy. They don't eat up people's gardens, don't nest in corn cribs. They don't do one thing but sing their hearts out for us. That's why it's a sin to kill a mockingbird. Happy birthday, Harper, and long live mockingbird. I was on a walk yesterday, speaking of birds, and... Um, it could have been my imagination, but as I approached a robin on a sidewalk, uh, it just seemed to me that he completely refused to give up his ground. Um, I almost had to sidestep this saucy little fellow, um, this obdurate avian, uh, that experience with it. Um, put me in mind of the articles that I've been reading recently, and probably you too. There was one in the New York Times yesterday about how when uh, humanity retreats, well, the rest of the created order, um, well, they just make themselves right at home. Uh, for instance, you know, hatchling sea turtles are making their way unmolested across Brazilian beaches. Mountain goats are wandering through this Welsh uh, town, this Welsh village. Um, people hear birds in New York City for the first time, I'm told. Uh, the, the waterways in Venice are clearing up now that there are no boats, and even the air quality in New Delhi uh, is, 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 is clean now that the cars aren't there. And here in Charlottesville, uh, a parishioner spotted a fox just lollygagging uh, across the lawn, which is the hallowed and the, um, the much-revered and erstwhile packed student um, hangout in front of the uh, rotunda at UVA. And yet a fox was just uh, making his way across the lawn. And by fox, I do not mean the kind that Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd uh, talked about in their 1970s Saturday Night Live skit. So um, here's a question. Why, why is it good news uh, that a mountain goat is in Wales. <laughs> How can that possibly address the, um, the suffering that is actually going on in this pandemic? And, you know, you think about it, we look at the numbers every day, uh, deaths and hospital cases, tests, etc. But it is truly impossible to quantify um, the amount of suffering wrought uh, by what's happening right now. And I'm not just talking about the people who died, uh, but also I'm talking about the collateral damage, the, the, the collateral damage in terms of economics, in terms of um, psychodynamics, in terms of mental, mental health, uh, and relationships. Uh, I read in Wuhan now there are more divorce cases than ever. So, you know, anybody looking to share silver linings uh, during this time including me right now, I, I think uh, does really well to pay attention, close attention to the number of lives that have been shipwrecked or ended. Um, having said that, 
uh, I'm going to do that very thing. And why? Because, duh, we, we all need good news now than ever. Any port in a pandemic storm, we need to find something good. So what, what, I'll start here with the good news. Like, it can be, you know, with all these articles I referenced, it can be enormously relieving to realize that we are not the very center of everything. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's to, to, St. Augustine uh, informed us of, of what we already painfully know, which is we're curved in on ourselves. And from where I sit, um, in myself, is not a pretty sight. I'm spiritual myopia that um, sin has, uh, has, has introduced into the world is, um, it's no picnic. Uh, so would that my eyes be directed outward, um, upward, anywhere else but inward, yes, there is collateral damage. However, thanks be to God, there is also collateral repair. There is collateral good. Now, the verse that I'm going to use uh, today for us is the most famous one in the book, and it goes like this. I bet you've heard it. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16. Of course, it's, you've heard it a million times. It's one of our comfortable words after the absolution and the communion service. Um, but this time around, hearing it again, I like that Jesus didn't say, God so loved just human beings. But instead, he said, God so loved the world, the world. It's not all about us. In fact, think about it. Our salvation was never about us. It's never about what we did or what we do. Our salvation is about God and what he did and what he does. It's about the Father giving his Son for the world, for the love of the world. God gave his son to sing his heart out for the world. Sadly, we couldn't abide his song, so he murdered the mockingbird. But, but, and that's the perfect example, who can reckon out of the collateral damage? Who can reckon? Who can fathom the collateral good of the cross, for along with the world that God so loved, you and I are swept up through death into life with all creation into world without end. I hope you're doing okay today. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. You take care.